0: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness.
1: This is Sports Day. Oh, the boys light up. Cause Scotty Sattler is back in the room.
2: <laughs>
1: How was your holiday, mate? Too long. Jesus, you're the only here. one
3: who says it. Yeah, three weeks off, didn't you? All yeah. Four. Well, I was sick the last week and a half. Yeah. But I've got to say, I, yeah, I probably could have come back again probably a week ago. Well, why didn't you? Well, I didn't I hear would have you lo- reaching out to me. Hello, everyone. I would have loved Prayed some time back.
1: off. I, I, as I said on the radio, even Glenn, who doesn't do anything, gets time off. <laughs> How does he get a week off? Don't know. How am I? So good stuff. You've got another holiday in four weeks. You're the new rat. Apparently. You've got another. Well, my you, why, nice 50th. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks, because I've had to cancel my leave. Have you? Yeah, I was going to take Super Bowl Monday You're going Monday to Bali off. next week. No, this week. This week, Friday. Oh, no, I was going to take Super Bowl Monday off. Yep. Can't do it now. Can't do it now because it's my wife's birthday. Like, seriously. Well, I'm taking her away. Wait, where are you going? Melbourne. Oh, that's <laughs> fun. Really? Well, no,
3: we'll go, we'll go somewhere at the what? end of the footy season. Where we can have like a couple of weeks. But you haven't a couple of weeks. No, I'm like six
1: five days. No, you got two weeks off. I checked the calendar. No, I haven't. Yeah, you have. <sighs> All right, maybe I haven't. you haven't. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to the show. A uh, big one for you tonight. Uh, Chris Nelson will wrap up uh, the Magic Millions for us. Uh, thanks to our Kia major partners in Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Steve Smith caught up with SEN's Barrett Sundaraisen ahead of...
3: He's the net whisperer, Barrett Sundaraisen. Oh, is he? The the nets at all the great ga- the grounds around the uh, the world should have some sort of stalking order against him. He just he just he spends that long in the nets yeah. watching every person's little idiosyncrasies. He's great. He's, He's got awesome. the best job in the world. He yeah. loves
1: cricket and he just follows it around the world. Mm. He's got about a billion followers on social media. He's so good. Yeah. Um, so we'll have a. Well, of course, as you probably know, Steve Smith's opening the batting. Yes. Um, he's Interesting. W- uh, yeah, I don't mind hmm. Smudge opening the batting, but I, I, just don't, I still have a problem with old mates. Hey, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> batting at four. Two all-rounders in the top six. I don't like it. Hmm. If we're too far, I don't like Cam Green coming. If we're two for none, you yeah, we'll bugger all. I, I just don't feel comfortable Cam Green coming to the crease and go, he'll save us. And then if we lose him, then you've got Travis Head, who's just a natural stroke player. He's not going to stick around all day, is he?
3: Yeah, it's an it I mean, cuz Steve Smith's been out of form at 4. Three,
1: he's bored, mate. 3,
3: 4. 4. He's been out of he's been out of form at 4, so maybe mm. maybe setting a new challenge for him might be good for him.
1: A uh, 100% right, Sat, so I think mm. that's going to be. What about Australian boxer Jason Maloney retained oh. his world title belt in Canada yesterday against Saul Sanchez. Yes. The best
0: city. Jason yes! Maloney and Saul Sanchez gave us That's what I'm talking action. about. For your winner by majority decision. And still, WBO Bantam Lake World Champion,
2: Jason Mayhem Maloney.
3: Popular decision. Yeah, well, he's in Canada. And yeah. um, Maloney's the, the current world title holder. So I've got to say, it was one of the best fights I've seen in a lot of years. An absolute war. And it would come down to the last round. So, one judge had it 114-114, came down to the last round, and Maloney, well, he won the last round and ended up retaining his title. So, amazing. Yeah, and, and the crowd thought that the, the other fighter, Sanchez, had won it because he had a lot of real bigger shots. Like, But Maloney just, he just had this massive engine on him. He just... If the fight went for a week, he'd be able to
1: fight for a week. It was amazing. So, what's next for Jason Maloney? So,
3: Bob Arum, who is one of the world's biggest promoters, he's promised Jason and his twin brother, Andrew Maloney, will fight on the same card in May in Perth with George Cambosas Jr., who's fighting Vasily Lomachenko. Okay. Yeah, massive. Huge it is.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Um, Titans, very quickly, got to go to break. They've confirmed AJ Brimson will be in the centres. I like this. And he's he's probably just
3: – he's unfortunately a player that can play multiple positions, whereas yeah, Jaden Campbell can't and Keanu Kinney can't. Yep. So it makes sense that if they're looking for a strike centre – I think you'll play Origin in the centres, AJ Brimson.
1: I think, was it you or Radu? It must have been you um, who, who said that it's good because he's got a roving role then.
3: Yeah, he can play like a, like a Tommy Travojevich in Origin. I think it's a really good move.
1: Yeah, well done, Titans. Rightio, break time. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia and um, our great friends at Nutrient Ag Solutions. Break time. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk... Um, well, I've got an interesting proposition for you with Justin Ollum. That's okay. next. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking
0: all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym
1: Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Welcome back to the show. Sats is back tonight. Jason Matthews here as well. Very shortly, Bharat Sundaraisan's uh, chat with Steve Smith's, SEN's very own Barat Sundaraisan, ahead of the first test against the West Indies, starting in Adelaide. On Wednesday – That's
3: a huge I – mean, I know we're going to talk about it later on as well, but that, that's a huge move, isn't it? What? In the scheme of yeah, a player's career. Not against the West how, Indies. But how important, how important the Australian cricket team is and, and the role that you play, that's a huge move for Steve Smith.
1: But it's not the first – It's an unselfish t- move. Well, yeah, I think he just doesn't like sitting around in the change room, so good to get him out there. Yeah. Um, but it's not the first time a, a middle order batsman's going to open, like Langer. Uh, did it, uh, Shane uh, U- Watson? Yeah, Usman Khawaja, yeah. the current opener. So a lot of people have actually done it. Yeah, so got,
3: this guy is one of the greatest batters that we'll see by yeah. the end of his career. Absolutely, so yeah, it's probably, massive.
1: probably second to Bradman, right, for yeah, Australia. Him, yeah, him pawning. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. up there, right? He's mm. at, he's at that table. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. Um, get your home storm season ready with SunCorp. SunCorp Home Resilience. Hey, tell you who's not safe with SunCorp really quickly. Who? The Cowboys. Oh, all right, mate. The
3: Cowboys... How uh, long will it take you? Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Dak Prescott.
1: I've got a question, Mark. Jerry
3: Jones will boot him out of Dallas. I
1: think they'll be looking for trade. Yeah. It's a second... uh, What?
3: The worst loss in their history in the NFL playoffs. And they
1: just choked. And Mm. I think Mike McCarthy, who's only got a year left on his contract, he could find himself in a downgraded position Mm. and see if he walks. But I... Yeah, there needs to be something going on there. Dallas just can't win a playoff. Yeah. 12-5, and five, they ended up, and they got belted by your Packers. Well done to the Packers. I, a lot to be admired. Young team. Oh, Young mate. Young Your quarterback, outstanding. Anyway, Justin it, yeah. Ollum's arrived at the Tigers yes. today for a swap deal for Sean Bleau, Um, which was made with the Melbourne team. Will Ollum have a successful stint at the Tigers? Is it safe to stay, say?
3: I think it's a change that he needed, to be honest, Jace. I think he'd lost a little bit of his hunger. And I know the Melbourne Storm were concerned about his hunger. I mean, he was one of the most feared centers in the game. When you were catching the ball and looking at where the ball was coming from, you knew that if he was hovering somewhere, it made you take two steps back.
1: So what happened last year, do you think, Well, I,
3: I just think he lost his hunger. I think he's lost, lost his hunger. I don't know why. But how does, how I don't does know a how Melbourne Storm player lose their hunger? And that's why he found himself in second grade a lot of the year. This is the change he probably needs. This is probably the boot up the backside that he needs as well, Justin Ollum. Uh, But I've got to say, Sean Bloor, the the trade with Melbourne, they've got the best end of the stick here. I agree with you. He's such a good young player. He's had a couple of injuries which have stopped him. He's only very young. But going down there, if he's got a really good work ethic, Mm. and the Melbourne Storm would have done their research on him, if he's got a really good work ethic off the field and wants to train really hard and doesn't complain and and wants to play his really basic role – that young this young man will be one of the one of the best forwards in the game.
1: If um Belly 8 can't get it out of you, I don't know how a first year rookie coach can.
3: No, exactly. You're right. Uh, no, and, no, and I, I just a really good point.
1: And if if going back to the Sunshine Coast Falcons wasn't a big enough kick in the pants as it was, I don't know. I just maybe the best years for Justin are behind him. Maybe they are. Mate, it doesn't look like it on paper. Mm. But I just, yeah, I I I think it's I don't think it's a safe swap. I, I, I don't like it. If I'm a West Tigers fan, I'm not liking it.
3: If I'm a West Tigers fan, I'm liking it because I'm, I'm feeling as I'm getting a really good experienced player, and they're starting to fill some of the positions with really experienced players, and so I like it. But I like it only on the hope that he's yep. that it's the kick in the ass that
1: he needs. But the other thing is the Melbourne Storm don't let players go. No, they don't. That they don't want to let go. Yeah, and that's a worry.
3: So this will come down to his. His mental aptitude, how he psychologically says to himself, "I've still got a lot to offer this game. I'm going to make. I'm going to be the person that changes this club, the West Tigers. Yeah. With my training and he's his, not like he's very attitude. quiet, isn't he? He's very quiet, but he's he's brutal. Yeah. Everything he does oh, is yeah, brutal. Absolutely. You know, so yeah, absolutely. So I don't mind it. But what I'm saying is the Melbourne Storm. They've yeah. It's safe to say they got the best part of this. Bar All right,
1: game. get your home storm season ready with SunCorp. Uh, scn's Barat. Sunda Raisin caught up with um, Steve Smith today in the Nets ahead of the first test against the Windies. We'll hear that chat next on Sports Day. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9,
0: a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with
1: state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. SCN's cricket commentator, Barat Sundaraisen, caught up with Steve Smith after his promotion to the top of the batting order. Smith reveals the text he sent Usman when he found out his bar rat was Steve Smith.
4: Steve Smith, Australia's new test opener. Thank you so much for speaking to SEN Test Cricket. Uh, just on the move, Steve, I mean, you've been in the news uh, ever since uh, it became official that you're going up there. Can you just take us through how it came about and how you were the one who took the call first?
2: Yeah, no, I, I've sort of been saying it for a little while. Um, probably not taken as seriously as I was kind of coming across it um, until about a week ago. But, um, yeah, I thought... You know, we've got a good player in Cameron Green that's been sitting on the sidelines, someone that's suited to bat in the middle. And, um, and then from my point of view, um, you know, I've been sitting there waiting at number four to bat for a long period of time, and I'm keen to just get out there and play. So, um, yeah, I, I sort of said, look, I'm keen to get up there and open, face the new ball and, and get amongst it. And, um, yeah, we had those conversations after last game in Sydney, and, and here we landed. So, now I'm excited. So at what point did they actually start taking you seriously then? Like, a... Probably not till after Sydney. And I went up and chatted to, um, you know, Ron and, and, and Paddy and said, look, I'm keen. I'm, uh, I'm interested to have a new challenge up top. And, um, yeah, look, I'm not I'm not foreign to the new ball. It's I think a lot of the time I've actually batted my best when I've come in really early. And, um, you know, 2019, Ash is probably a prime example of that I, I felt like I was in. I was basically opening the batting there. So... Um, yeah, it's nothing foreign, it's something I enjoy and um, yeah, I was keen to get up there uh,
4: And once it became uh, official, I mean, have you had a ch- that chat with Uzi? I mean, you guys batted so much with each other but suddenly, you're walking out to bat you haven't done a lot of that
2: I just randomly sent him a message, I don't think he knew that I was opening yet and I just said do you want the first one or should I take it <laughs> and he sent back, opening, question mark and I was like, yeah, I'm in, so um, yeah, we have actually haven't decided who's taking the first <laughs> one yet but um after I got out <laughs> out first ball the other night I was like well, maybe you should take it <laughs> but um, no not fast well it doesn't matter when you face your first ball whether you're opening or batting at four or whatever so it's all, it's all the same
4: and you've spoken a lot about uh, you know getting bored with fading to come out to bat uh, and, and you get restless so has there been a point I mean yes this is this is the summer of David Warner retiring and all that but even in the last couple of summers where you like that restlessness has built up even more
2: yeah and I think it's it just wears me down mentally I just I watch so closely when I'm waiting to bat of what's going on and you know there's usually a slight delay on the television so I watch live and then I'd look up and I'd watch the tv so if I'm waiting for you know 300 balls I'm probably watching 600 so it's just wearing me down mentally and um yeah and and then once I'm out there I'm probably more fatigued um by the time I get out there so yeah I don't have that anymore which is exciting
4: uh, and you spoke earlier about like it's it's not a selfish move. It's you also were very keen on bringing Cambering back in the side, letting him bat at number four. Like how important is that for him? I mean, he's got one go at number six, yep. but this seems more like his natural position.
2: Yeah, I mean, he bats four in shield cricket and he's done a tremendous job there. Um, I think he is a bit like me in terms of he doesn't like waiting too long to bat either. So, you know, batting at six, you're obviously bo- waiting a lot longer than you are batting at four. And I think four suited to the way he plays. So. Um, I think when they, they sort of said that they were keen, obviously, to get the best six batters in, what they believe is the best six batters in, and it didn't sort of sit right with me if Greeny came in and opened the batting. I felt, you know, I'm an experienced player. I've been around for a long time. I should be going up there before him. So, um, yeah, I think it it suits us. Me to one, him to four, sits well.
4: And the last thing about that is uh, the dynamic between you and Manus now. I mean, you'll be the one telling him how the pitch is playing like the other way around.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I'm sure that'll all be fine. Um, you know, he watches the game pretty closely as well when, when he's waiting to bat. So, um, yeah, there'll be no real surprises.
4: Uh, any have you seen any of the new West Indians? Uh, I mean, Chamar Joseph's the new fast bowler, everybody's... Uh, I haven't... Uh, pimping him up and saying he's going to play this first test. So, mm-hmm. or any of the other guys, the new spinner as well? Uh,
2: I haven't yet. Um, I'll have a look probably tonight or tomorrow and do a bit more homework. But um, yeah, I'm hearing some good things. And, and then they've obviously got some experience as well with, you know, Kemar Roach and Al Zari's play quite a bit now. So um, yeah, it should be a good challenge.
4: Go well, new your desktop.
2: Thank you.
0: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day.
2: I've heard people say. Yeah, that
1: you know why we got this? Too much of Because no, Rooster Mars, good. one of our listeners now, calls Daddy Bass Barry White. Really? Yeah, because the first day Daddy came back, it sounded like this. It's just not enough. or something well rested. He sounded like that, right? (laughs) And he was back to his squeaky best, though, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, (laughs) everything's back back to normal. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Time for a BBL update for two I feel like a twoies or two drink responsibly. Tonight, the Melbourne Stars host the Hurricanes. Some of our markets will leave us for that call shortly. You been watching much on holidays?
3: I've been watching when the Strikers are playing because of Lenny. Well, he's finished now, well, isn't he's he? Well, he's gone. He's gone over to the, was it the UAE? Abu Dhabi, yeah. yeah. And I always watch the Heat play, of course. So, I, I, still, I still think the Scorchers deserve to be favourites.
1: I think the Heat have been by far the most, the outstanding team, obviously, the competition. Look where they are. They also had a couple of washouts which went their way. One at Adelaide and one at the Gabba. But I tell you what, they are going to miss Munro and mm. Billings severely.
3: Absolutely, yeah.
1: So... It's game on. Mm. It's game on for everyone now. I just don't understand why Cricket Australia can't condense these games into a period which is outside the Abu Dhabi IPL T20 games.
3: Yeah. Like, it's it's not that hard, is it? Well, we've got one of my, our most exciting T20 players who's Australian in yeah. Chris Lynn Yeah, who's not here for the finals. Yep. Yeah. When but his team li- is pushing for the final.
1: We're losing great internationals as yeah. well. And I'll just use the head as an example here in, in Munro and Billings. Do we not back ourselves enough?
3: Do we oh, th- no, we've do got we-
1: good players coming through. I mean, look at young Chowdhury playing for the Hurricanes. Yeah, I
3: know. but he was playing cricket Norths in Brisbane. Do we, do we back ourselves enough up against the might of these, oh, these other and
1: like do, do we say, oh,
3: no, they're bigger than us. We've got to sort of, just sort of fit into their schedule? Uh, Rather than I, standing up and saying, you know what, this is what we stand for. This is our competition. You either want to be here for yeah. the entirety or you're not.
1: Yeah, we could. I mean, we stuffed it up because we had those we had those tests in Perth earlier on, which meant we couldn't play any T20 games at night. And the Heat, of course,
3: who have been so good at the Gabba, have got to play their final matches at... Um,
1: I know, at the Heritage Bank. On the Gold Coast, yeah. Which is just... Ridiculous. It's a sussing. Mate, they must be struggling for ticket sales because I saw an aeroplane yesterday pulling a banner going the final this next Friday. Yeah. You know, so when you've got to revert to a, an aeroplane with a banner, <laughs> you know you're struggling.
3: <laughs> Is that still going on?
1: Yeah. It really? happened yesterday. We're driving back from
3: Hastings. Always Point. Valentine's Day. There's always a Rose Company. Yeah. Yes.
1: Dear Barry or Barry, like Shazza, like mm. goes, oh, bugger a billboard. I'm not going to get one of them. Yeah. I'm going to get a plane. Yeah. Barry, I love you. Roses are red, violets are blue. You've got a lovely ass. <laughs> Said away too. So, just like Mickey Blue. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the Strikers defeated the Thunder's by nine wickets. Twenty-three balls left yesterday. As Lloyd Pope took four for twenty-two. Tonight, the Stars host the Hurricanes. Um, the big game though is tomorrow night. Scorchers and uh, the Sixers, the Heat? winner of that game. Heat are done now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm. the winner of the Scorchers Sixers game tomorrow mm. night will play the Heat in the, the qualifier. Yeah. Yep. So there you have it. Tuies, bring you our BBL updates. I feel like a Tuies or two. Drink responsibly. Nelson joins us next on Sports Day.
0: Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing
1: today. Uh, Scott Sattler, it was a magic, magic millions on the weekend at the Gold Coast, the two- and three-year-olds. Of course, this man, Chris Nelson, by the way, can I just say chances are you're about to lose, did a wonderful job uh, picking Storm Boy. Well done, Nelson. Well, uh,
5: Jase, good evening to you and Sats, but uh, I don't think I was on my own. There was a lot of other people that picked Stormboy as well. So uh, it wasn't that hard to find, but still a winner's a winner. So we'll take it in what was a a very good Magic Millions. And he looks like he's a really, really smart type and has been installed well in the market now in uh, golden slipper calculations. And
3: many thought, uh, and watching the the race, so led from start to finish. I thought coming into the straight was sort of 300 to go. It might have got swallowed, but it just took off, didn't it?
5: Well... Yeah, and that's typical of the stable sats, the Waterhouse Bot stable. I mean, their horses just run through brick walls. And you're right, early in the straight, there was a couple of horses there, Highness and Arabian Summer, that looked as though they were going to challenge pretty strongly. But uh, he just waved them goodbye soon after that and said, see you later. And off he went, and he won by over two lengths. Very, very impressive indeed. So all honours with... uh, with him, and now the, the interesting part, or the the good part about his win, he ran faster time than King of Sparta ran in the open company race, the the race before. So, you don't get two year olds often run faster time as an older horses. So he's a serious racehorse.
1: Uh, what was the feedback on on the track, mate? I
5: thought it was outstanding. I yeah. mean, everyone I've spoken to agrees. I mean, we we were worried all week that we we're going to get a wet track, and the weather was all over the shop, but. We had a soft five to start with. We quickly went to a good four, and we ended up a good three around race nine. So you could make ground from down the outside. We saw Lady Laguna win the last race, and she came down the outside. We saw Storm Boy win from the front. So it played really well. Third meeting on the track, I reckon that the the club would be absolutely ecstatic the way it played.
3: And Nelson, some concerns there. Was it the three-year-old Magic Millions? Was that Sydney Bowler when he got caught up in the the barrier?
5: Yeah, that was... uh, and that, and that created was a big hold-up. Sydney yeah. Bowler, yeah, he got uh, caught under, the or cast under the barrier. They had to remove parts of the barriers to get him out safely. And that's what uh, made for that long delay. So all the other horses went back to the mounting yard. They got Sydney Bowler out eventually. Uh, he went off to the, um, I think it was the hospital, the equine hospital. But all reports are this morning he's trotting around and he's as good as gold. So that is very good news for, for Sydney Bowler and his connections. And I think we, we just snuck it in in the end. We got the last yeah. race run at 6.30.
1: Oh wow! Okay, uh, where are we where, where are we racing this week? It sounded like Elma Fudd there. Where are we racing uh, this week in Queensland? <laughs> <laughs> we
5: race at Rocky tomorrow. We race at Doombin on Wednesday. Plus, we also race at Home Hill on Wednesday. Now that was the meeting. That was carried over from last Friday. That was rained out. So home hill at additional meeting on Wednesday. Of course, home Thursday hill sat Thursday to Ipswich. Friday a double header. Sat's you know where home yep.
3: hill
1: is. Tell everybody
3: up on the coastline between was it between Bowen and somewhere? Yeah. Mackay. Mackay, I think it is. That'll do. Yeah. Well done, yeah, mate. It's...
1: Very well done. Yeah, sorry. Yep, also, yep, where else?
5: Yeah. That's okay. Friday's Dolby during the day in the Sunshine Coast. At night, we have a hundred thousand dollar three year old maiden at the Sunshine Coast Friday night. And this is something different. Only two meetings on Saturday. Eagle Farm, of course, the main meeting. Townsville, the other. And then we're back to the Sunshine Coast again on Sunday. So we're a little bit lighter on for meetings this week after what's been a a very, very busy month.
1: Tell you what, that's not bad. A $100,000 maiden race. Hmm. Like, jeez. Yeah. How good's that? Three-year-old
5: maiden. I was going to say they have a lot of nominations for that race. There's uh, going to be some
1: disappointing connections that don't get a run. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Check out RacingQueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit GamblingHelpOnline.org.au. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day.
0: See ya. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia,
1: improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Uh, before we get to our community updates, I guess we should do an NFL update since the uh, wild card round is happening at the In moment. In
3: Vegas, isn't it, this year?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, several weeks. Uh, what is it? The 12th the twelfth of February, our time. Monday. Yeah. Mm. I was meant to have that day off. Uh, Detroit Lions today. No, you're all right, mate. You're all right. You go to Melbourne and have a, still, a yak milk latte. You can still do the show because the game finishes like 2 or 3 o'clock
3: Queensland time.
1: I was planning on having a couple of quite little twoies or twos. Mm. Drink responsibly. Detroit Lions have won their first playoff game. I like this. So I'm going to make – they're my team now. Yep. Similar colours to the Cowboys as well. So, uh, for the first time in 32 years yeah, – Matthew Stafford, on,
3: who's the yep. quarterback for the LA Rams, he spent 11 seasons at, at the Detroit Lions. Oh, did he? So, Dan Campbell, their coach is in his third him. year. Former player, tight end, former uh, Detroit Lions player. Great guy, great guy. He just you watch that um, hard knocks, which went into the Detroit Lions a couple of, well, last, and started last season. Yeah, he's just so personable. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy.
1: Um, swears a little bit, kids. So just be careful with he that. He does, yeah. And we talked about it earlier. The Packers embarrassed the Cowboys, forty-eight thirty-two. Wouldn't the US be loving this right now? It's equivalent they're to the roos-
3: they're the roosters of they're the, the
1: roosters World. of the. Okay, I was thinking about this today. Mm-hmm. What would be the most expensive franchise in the world? Would it be the Cowboys or Manchester United it'd be, or City? or? It
3: would be Man U or Liverpool or one of the one of the teams in, um, in one of the other leagues. You it's, don't think Cowboys? Worth about? Cowboys will be up there, yeah. They're, they're the most expensive team in America. I know I th- that. Th- I think it's –
1: Wasn't it just voted the most recognizable brand, that star, as well? Oh no, I, don't know. I it think it was. Okay.
3: Hmm.
1: Someone will correct me if I'm right. But Jerry
3: Jones, who's, the their, who's their owner, chairman and general manager, could you imagine the meetings he'd be having right now? Yeah. Like five hours after the game?
1: Well, probably not right now because he's old and it's three in the morning. But I get what you're saying. Mm. I think Mike McCarthy's gone. Yep. Um, that's three 12-5 winning seasons in a row and they just can't progress. Mm. And Dak Prescott, I, I've seen enough. I mean, he's had an outstanding season. His best season. Today's what matters. And what he said afterwards was that we're really proud of the season the boys have had. No, why? It's over.
3: Mm. You failed miserably. The worst part about it is Mike McCarthy, the coach of the Dallas Cowboys, won a Super Bowl as a coach at the Packers. I know, I know.
1: Yeah. Time for a community updates. Uh, thanks to Fire Coat. Be alert and prepare this bushfire season. No warnings at the moment. Just keep an eye, though, on QFest.queensland.gov.au. Uh, thanks to the new Fire Coat, the first paint proven to protect. Property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings Warehouse. Good to have you back, Satsy. Good to be back. Thank you very much. Um, We'll be back uh, tomorrow night with another edition of Sports Day. Catch you then, listeners. (laughs) Goodbye.